Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, today I have Venkat Avasarala on the line, and he's principal and co-founder over at Raven Multifamily. Venkat, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me, Adam. All right, so uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about um, the benefits and the importance of investing in multifamily uh, in order to, re- to achieve financial freedom, so a hot topic on the show. Um, but before we do that, let's go a little bit further into what you're doing over at Raven Multifamily. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. At Raven Multifamily, we uh, acquire, renovate, hold, and sell uh, large multifamily properties, um, anything north of 150 units to all the way to 500 units per property. So Raven has acquired about 3,000 uh, apartment units, uh, 12 properties since 2016, and we dispositioned three of them, so we're holding still nine of them. And then in addition to that, uh, we started ground-up construction so we are in the process of building a 100,000 square feet uh, retail space, specialty retail space in Houston. We're building 156 ground-up construction in Princeton, Texas, and we have a few other projects in the line. So we're doing existing properties and the ground-up construction as well. That's awesome. Um, and I think that's a great transition. So the importance of investing in multifamily for, uh, for, to achieve financial freedom, I mean, where do you want to start with this topic? It's a big topic. I know, I know. So I wanted to actually start this topic back in 2006. Um, when I came to Dallas, um, well, I got married and bought a house in a burb, uh, in a um, suburb of Dallas. Then I was driving to school, one, uh, not school, I was driving to uh, my work one day, and as soon as I hit the gates of the, my workspace, I see this uh, bit of a commotion there, right? So there is a fire, police, and all that is like, oh, my God, something happened here. Will they let me in? And I got in fine, but what I saw there was that there was this mass layoffs which was happening there, right? So there are people who who have been working for that large Fortune 500 company for like 30 years and all that. So that was the middle of 2008, actually, not 2006. It was 2008 recession. I mean, a lot of layoffs and all those things happened, but it appeared, but the people are, who are getting laid off had no idea that, that it's going to happen to them because some of them, I know them, and they're saying that I, I, I don't know anything else than my current job. I've been doing the same thing for the last 25, 30 years. What would I do? And I was just 28 years old then, and my heart broke, and it's like, you know what? This ain't going to happen to me. You know, I'm going to – I cannot just depend on job because, you know, we have ups and downs just like any other country, and U.S. is not an exception. We have bust and boom times, and we cannot lose our shirt during the bust times, right? So I, I it impressed upon me that, you know, I got to do something to secure my financial freedom. Well, what is financial freedom? It doesn't mean to get rich, you know, uh, throwing wads of money everywhere. That's not what that is. Financial freedom can be achieved when you have secondary streams of income other than your paycheck, and those secondary income by itself will pay all your expenses. And the objective is if the primary source of income, let's say your W-2 income, if it was ever to stop, 
it should be okay. The mortgage get paid, the groceries get bought, the utilities get paid. And, and yes, those vacations, right? Because we got to stay sane. Uh, so we got to take a vacation or two a year. So once you have this secondary source of or streams of income, which covers all your expenses, then that is when you achieve financial independence. And that is what I want to achieve. So that is how, that is what uh, the desire, the deep desire to be financially independent has actually set me in that path. That's awesome. And uh, can you talk a little bit more about, because I think sometimes where people get caught up with this is they feel like on their first deal or their first investment that this is going to be like a sometimes a get rich quick or something like that. And I try to tell people, I'm like, no, when you're investing for passive in real estate, I mean, this takes time, but you're building a business. So you, you should expect it to take time. It doesn't mean you do one investment and all of a sudden you're, you're there. It's going to take time to build that portfolio. Absolutely, absolutely. It took me 10 years to achieve my financial freedom, right? So it didn't happen in a year. And the way I went about it is that both me and my wife have full-time jobs and we aggressively saved, right? Because you need money. Um, yes, there are several things where uh, you can do with little or no money, but um, I don't know how to do them, right? So I'm all about non-speculative real estate investments where I have to bring money to the table, right? Usually around 20 to 25% uh, of the time. So a traditional time-tested, long traditional way. I don't want to reinvent anything. I just want to do something which has been proven for decades now in this country, right? So me and my wife saved um, over 50% of our um, W-2 income so that we have cash to invest. And we started out investing um, in single-family properties and we rented them out. We bought 20 of them. So 10 on my name, 10 on my wife's name. So Fannie has a limit of 10 Fannie, um, 10 Fannie loans per sp uh, for spouse limit. So we maxed it out. And we were bringing in about $9,000, uh, no, $8,000. So on average, about $400 um, per property, we were positive cash flowing. That's after rent minus PITI and maintenance. So it was good. I mean, it, we are not technically financial freedom at the time, but knowing that rain or shine, whatever happens to the economy or our jobs, we are still going to make $8,000. That, that was awesome feeling, right? I mean, because I most definitely can pay majority of my expenses, if not all of them. So that put me in a much easier footing. And then I wanted to do more. I looked at several different things, but again, I don't want another job. The idea is to do this passively, right? Because me and my wife already have jobs. So I looked at laundromats, I looked at uh, convenience stations and all that, and all of them turned out to be another jobs, which I least interested in, right? So I went back into the real estate, into multifamily this time. So I started, I partnered up with somebody uh, because when you do this multifamily, you need millions of dollars to close. So that's why you need a partner um, because we syndicate these deals. What does syndication mean, right? So basically you pull money together from a bunch of investors, which is what we did. Me and Ramna, my partner, we raised $80 million from individual investors, an average check size of $100,000, right, or $50,000. Um, so we raised all this money, and if something were to happen to me, you need somebody else to take care of that money, right? So with that aspect, we, we joined forces and we started back in 2016. So I was doing single family until 2015, uh, all the way from 2008. 
So then 2016 is when I made the transition to multifamily and buying these um, existing apartments, B and C class apartments. Uh, these are some built in 1960s, 70s, 80s, workforce housing, workforce housing. So these are the um, tenants. My tenants usually make anywhere between, let's say, $35,000 a year household income, right? So $35,000 to maybe $70,000 income. Anything more, they'll go buy a home. So I want to be in this space and cater to them and also being in Dallas, which has uh, been a magnet for all these uh, domestic migration after the Great Recession in 2008. So we catered to them, so we bought um, property after property, property after property, but we were pooling money from investors and buying them. And in about three and a half years, we put together a portfolio size of 3,000 units. Somewhere in between, I forgot to even do the math because I was so busy uh, keeping my day job with a large bank. Uh, at the time, I was working for Bank of America as an SVP there on IT side, nothing on banking and then taking care of my properties. So I, I forgot to even do the math. And one day I just sat together and like, okay, am I really financial freedom, uh, financially free right now? So it turned out I was more than that actually. So finally I gave up my IT career in July of 2018. Uh, next month it'll be two years since I gave up my IT career. Um, I enjoyed it. It's just that I didn't have the same passion I had going into that career on day one, 14 years ago. It's just that you wanted to more, do more, uh, have more time for family, uh, leisure, and I am a big, a big time into gardening, so I need help, uh, time for that. I'm big time into traveling. Me and my wife traveled to 30 countries. So basically, I want to be able to do what I want to do on a particular day and doesn't have to show up somewhere uh, out of compulsion. That's how I demand, uh, that, that's how I want to design my life. And I think I was able to do that with, uh, with my investing, with my past investing, then active investing. Man, that's amazing. I love it. And I love bringing amazing stories like this to my audience because number one, it reminds them that it is possible. But number two, it shows that there's some work. Like you, like let's not oversimplify. Like that was not easy to build that portfolio. I can't no. imagine the amount of hours you were working per week when you were working full time and otherwise, but you put in all that hard work. And I know you have a heavy schedule now because you're managing a lot of properties. But that being said, you're in control of that also. And then because you went that passive income, um, route, um, your your income it definitely has a much different um, complexion than it would have if you were getting simply one paycheck from one particular firm, no matter how big they are. It doesn't matter. Um, it's still, it's still, there's still the risk there. So I love it. Um, that being said, Venkat, um, if somebody's listening to this, and final question, two-part question. If somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about Raven Multifamily, um, first off, what's the right type of investor and or fit that's typically a good fit to work with you and your team, number one? Number two, um, what's the best way for them to reach out and to connect? Sure. Um, I want to take um, – I want to say this thing, right? So our investors, we have about 3,000 investors Um about a thousand of them actually wrote checks towards this $80 million, right? So our portfolio size is 300 million and 80 million is the equity, the remaining is the loan. So we work with all walks of life, but basically, typically our um, uh, investors are somebody who's busy professionals, right? Um, who is so busy, just doesn't have any other option to invest. 
other than um, stock market. And a lot of people are spooked by stock market. It's just things so happen so fast there before you blink. Yeah, there you go. It is 50% of it's gone, right? So somebody who subscribed to the idea of slow and steady wins the race and no, we don't have to get rich tomorrow. We're, we're happy with, let's say, 10 to 15% a year. Um, uh, those are the kind of investors with those mindsets, busy professions, they come to us and we help them out by uh, pulling their money into our um, our investments. So these are, think about uh, engineers, doctors, um, you know, IT professionals who are just so busy with their work, they invest with us. So that's our typical investor. Um, and we do have few who are, who are big check writers who write half a million to a million dollar check writers who has generational wealth or accumulated wealth and towards the late stages of their uh, career. So that happens, but typically it's the busy professionals who invest with us. The part is, um, if you want to know more, we have a lot of information on what we have done at uh, our website. It's Raven Multifamily. Um, the website address is R-A-V-E-N, Raven, M-F, M-F for multifamily, dot com, R-A-V-E-N-M-F dot com. So that's the website uh, that you can go to. But if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to actively invest yourself, and if you want me to point a direction at you, feel free to, because see, uh, this is the mindset I have, right? I didn't get here without people helping me, right? So I want to give it back to the community, and if anybody is aspiring to achieve um, this financial freedom, and if you want pointers on and point you in the right direction, uh, feel free to email me at venkat, V-E-N-K-A-T, at ravenmultifamily.com, R-A-V-E-N-M-U-L-T-I-F-A-M-I-L-Y.com, or call me at 2817, um, I want to just give my phone number as well, my number is 281-727-9238, and the same applies for passive investors too. Fantastic. Well, Venkat, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your story. What an awesome story and all the great work that you're doing for your investors over at Raven Multifamily. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Venkat, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks again.